for a school for your kids where both moral, spiritual and academic excellence is attained. Look no further. Unity International School, Cairo is the right school. Registration is ongoing. Visit us today at Trinity International Schools located at Plot A90, Cairo by Cotland Garden, Nyanya, Kershi Road, Abuja. You can also contact us via this number 070 1-5-0-8-1-5-6-2-8-0-4-6-4. Trinity Excellence is our watchword, raising the total man. Now is the time for the King's Word with Pastor Yomi Fatime. Be blessed. Pick your Bibles, everyone, before we sit down. Proverbs chapter number 3, verse number 10. Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 10. So shall thy barns, so shall thy storehouses, so shall thy bank account. Is somebody hearing me? No, so shall thy testimonies. Now, it says, shall be filled with what? With plenty. It says, and thy press, that's a source, shall burst out with what? It's possible. It's over possible. Thank you, Mama. It's possible. So that grace will not run dry. That auction will not run dry. There is no one that does not carry oil. The oil of God upon your life will not run dry. It says, so shall thy band. Two prayer points. You are going to pray, Lord, by the strength of your word. I put an end to lack around me. I win this meeting. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the strength of your word, I put an end to lack around me. Now walk around and please declare. Declare very loud. Declare very boldly. Lord, I put an end to lack. 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 Father, we thank you. Jesus, mighty name, we pray. God in heaven, we believe you. Your word cannot fail. Let our situation and circumstances, our life, our destiny, our home, let it accept the verdict of your word. We put an end to lack. We terminate lack. Our storehouses shall not lack. Thank you, Father. Jesus, mighty name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. This morning, we celebrate God's faithfulness. We will try to continue our teaching on the new wine. God has spoken very clearly to us in an un, un, 
mistaken manner what he intends to do with us in us and around us. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So God has spoken to us as a people that this month of um, March, it will pour down the heavens and there will be newness of wine. In Isaiah chapter number 43, verses 18 and 19, Prophet Isaiah spoke to the children of Israel and warned them not to remember the former things. We'll death with it in our last teaching. The greatest enemy of our tomorrow is our yesterday. And there is need for us as a people to shut the door against our yesterday. It doesn't matter what the record of yesterday is saying. No matter what you think you have achieved or you have attained, no matter what you consider as your failure or your challenges, yesterday is gone. So you just got to shut your door. Don't meditate on the failures of yesterday. Don't give your heart to the fears of yesterday. The Bible spoke very clearly here that remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Yesterday is gone, but praise be the name of the Lord. The next verse. God is giving us promises that can be leaned upon. God is giving us promises that we can depend upon. That behold, it's not by imagination. It's something that you will see. That I will do a what? A new thing. Can I tell you, brother? You will enter a new office. You will wear a new clothes. You will speak in a new way. You will speak a new language. You will live a new lifestyle. Addiction shall be broken. He said he will make a way where there seems to be no way. And we linked it with Joel chapter number 3. Joel chapter number 3. We read verses 9 and 10. Joel chapter number 3. Proclaim ye this. He said, Proclaim ye among the Gentiles. Prepare war. Prepare ye what? Wake war. War. Wake up the mighty men. Wake up the mighty men of war. Let all the men of war. Let them draw near and come up. Uh -huh. Beat your plowshares into sword. Beat swords. your plowshares into sword. And your pruning hooks. And your pruning hooks. Into spear. Into spear. Let the weak say. Let the weak say what? I am I strong. I am strong. Why? Because there is a mighty harvest that is coming on board. Everyone that is weak, God will give you strength, strength enough to draw harvest. Everyone that is tired in the place of tiredness, God will make strength available. Everyone that is foolish in the place of foolishness, God will make his wisdom available. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our corpse, they are available for harvest. That's why this morning, that song kept coming. I have come, Lord. I've come, Lord, to draw, draw from you again. You will not go back empty. Please rise on your feet and tell someone you will not go back empty. No. Say it very loud. No. I sure that fellow in the name of the Lord Jesus. No. You will not go back. 
Can I hear the amen? amen? This morning, or this hour, we want to examine what does this symbolize? Or what does it mean? What is God speaking when he says, I will pour down new wine? Is he talking about what you will drink and begin to beat your wife? Hallelujah. Is he talking about what you will drink and you begin to scatter and stagger? Is he talking about what you drink and you see 10,000 and begin to imagine it's 100,000? I guess it's far from it. The biblical terminology of a new wine is quite symbolic. We must try to examine as a people and a student of the Bible. And this morning, that's why we are here. So that you don't live in ignorance. Oh, new wine, new wine, new wine. What does new wine mean taste? It does not mean that you should do that as you are trusting the Lord, you will stop drinking. You say, see now, pastor has given me right. God is even talking about new wine. Brother, calm down before you become naked. Amen. What does it mean? Number one, when God talks about new wine, it's a symbol of harvest. Lift up your right and say, I will be part of it. You are not talking. Say it very loud. It's a season of harvest. Proverbs chapter number three. Let's read verse number nine and number ten. Proverbs chapter three. Honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. With thy, with thy substance and with the first fruit of and with the first fruit of all thy crops so, go ahead so shall thy barn so shall be filled, barn be filled with, with what overflow now you use the word bank barn barn in the bible term of a time there are terminologies that is applicable to the bible time and period that word barn could stand for storehouse that word bank could start for your account. That word bank could start for your kitchen. Anywhere you store things or you keep things for preservation. Anywhere when you invest from the farm and you take the product there, it's called barn. Now, brother, if you are not a farmer and you're a businessman, your barn is your bank account. Hallelujah. It's your bank account. And the scripture says here that your bank account shall be filled with plenty. As a pastor, my principal bank is the grace of God that I carry. The oil of God upon my life. The anointing of God upon my life. So when I read the Bible and it says, and thy bank shall be filled. What comes to my mind first is not money. No. Because I know that when my grace is accurate, money will follow it. Because I know that the service I render or I offer, men will pay for it. Now the Bible says, my bar, please rise on your feet and quickly address your barn. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, my storehouse will not be empty. Now, daughter, go ahead. So shall the barn be filled with what? With plenty. With plenty. And thy presses. Can I say something to you? As a child of God, I'd like you to know that you are not moderated by the economy of the world. As a child of God, I'd like you to be persuaded this morning. Take your eyes away from the economy of our nation and consistently convince yourself that our resources is tied to God that can never run dry. In Samaria, it was a bad situation. 
In Samaria, the economy was terrible. In Samaria, there is no fuel. In Samaria, this was more expensive. In Samaria, nothing goes on. The door was shut. In Nigeria, we still move around. You can move from Nyanya to Karu. and move from Karu to town. In Samaria, there was no movement. The gate was shut to the point that women begin to kill their children and cook and eat turn by turn. But there came a day that the servant of the Lord said, by this time tomorrow, which, which bank will finance it? Gabusha. Which bank we finance it? Excuse me, son, it's not tied to the bank of the world. I dance myself. You know why? I am glad because there's an assurance that goes beyond the economy of the world. Now why? Now the scripture says here that I ban. If I was you, when I get home, I will address my kitchen. If I were you, when I get after service, daughter, I will address my passbook. If I were you, if I, when I get home, I will go into the bedroom and speak to my head. Thy ban. Thy ban. Yes, daughter, your ban. Your head. Your storehouse. Your reservoir. It, 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 where, where you look up to and you are not ashamed. Where you draw grace and strength from. Excuse me, sir. Thy barn shall be filled with plenty. Not, now please pardon me. Not even your husband's band. Not your wife's band. Your own daughter. Not your cousin's band. Not your brother's band. Not your neighbor's band. Not your pastor's band. He said, my own word. So when we talk about new wine, you are talking about a season that is coronated or designed for harvest. Now, the word of the Lord is saying the function of the abundance we have will radiate in such a manner that we speak the volume of a new wine. When the children of Israel, when they Journey from the promised land to the, I mean, from the captivity for 40 years. The scripture says they did not eat new, goat, new harvest. All that they were eating was manna. The year they entered the promised land, the Lord spoke to them. He said, that which you used to eat in time of old ceases. You will not begin to eat corn. You will not begin to eat fruit of the land. Lift up your right hand. This season, God will expose you to the fruit of the land. Season of harvest. In Genesis chapter number 9, daughter, let's go there. Let's read verse number 20 and 21. Genesis chapter number 9, verses 20 and 21. And Noah began to be and an now, husband now began to be what? An husband, an husband man. man. What does he mean? A farmer. A farmer. It's good to have cousins. It's good to have uncle. It's good to have brother that you can call and say bring. But brother... Is better for you to have. That's the beauty of it. When friends, when you have friends and you are not depending on one another, you visit yourself. You are coming from your house, you visit your friend, your friend is, oh, damn. friend, welcome. When you don't depend on your friend, that's the time the wife will respect you. Is somebody hearing me? He said, ah, I have a friend. I have a friend. Anything I ask him, <laughs> check it up. 
Check it out. Now here, Oboshandaya, God will prosper the works of your hand. How many of you remember the story of Noah? How Noah was kept in the ark and there was rain and all the plants, all the animals, rain swallowed them. Everyone dead. Now Noah came out of the ark and became the first farmer. And suddenly, the scripture says, all that he planted, he began to harvest. Brother, 2022, God will cause you to harvest. In that office, you will harvest. That which the enemy has swallowed, they will vomit it. Now, the Bible says, and Noah began to be a husbandman. But please pause. When we talk about harvest, what are you doing? What are you planting? You plant all the time watching telly. What will you harvest? Sleep. You plant all the time sleeping. What will you harvest? Poverty. Can I teach you the truth? Any man that loves sleep more than work, you are already a poor man. Because the scripture says, a little sleep, a little slumber. What happened? Say it very loud. A little sleep, a little slumber. Poverty will overrun you. Here, Noah began to be a husbandman. Brother, you must be known with a trade. Sister, stop. The hour depending on man is gone. Husband is poor, wife is poor. Then you bring children to this world to come and be baptized with poverty. If husband don't know what he's doing, madam, try and know what you are doing. Amen. Now, the Bible says, Noah began to be. Excuse me, sir. It seems to me that before the ark, Noah was not a farmer. That's why the Bible says began to be. It's not too early to start. Tap somebody. I mean, it's not too late to start. Tap somebody. Say it very loud. It's not too late to start a trade. Do something. And Noah, can I tell you something? Noah came from the act and the whole world was empty. If he's an ordinary man, he's likely to be confused. I don't know how to farm. I used to be a carpenter. What will I do now? But he told himself, and Noah began to be a horseman man. When we talk about new wine and we talk about harvest, harvest must be the function of what to plant. Is somebody hearing me? That's why Proverbs said, give your first fruit. After the first fruit, there shall be harvest. And I prayed yesterday. Everyone that paid first fruit this year, you are ending in a multiple dimension of riches. Amen. I believe in it. I don't care who does not believe in it. Amen. Now here, Noah began to be a what? A husband man. And he went further to do what? And he planted what? A vineyard. So many of you, you have yard at your back. You still buy Ugu from the market. So many of you, you have yard around your house. You still buy vegetable from the market. 
something you can wet and go to your place. Africa is so blessed that we don't need fertilizer. Just drop a seed. The land will bring it forth. Now, Noah, not a big farmer, but he had what? A vineyard. Now, multiple application or multiple dimension of plan. Brother, let's go ahead. He had a vineyard ahead. And he drank of the wine. Aha. And he drank of the wine and was drunken and he was uncovered within his tent. Oh God, you that said to drink alcohol, I will drink it within my house. He didn't go to Brutello. It's in his house. He found it at the back. Pressed the alcohol, wine, and took it inside. And the Bible says he became drunk and he uncovered in his tent. Go ahead. And Ham, and Ham, the father of Canaan, uh -huh. saw the nakedness Who of be his Ham? father. His son. Now everybody raise up. I'm glad and I'm grateful that today we talked about child adoption and training. Sunday school. What did we talk about? Child adoption and training. Leave the adoption and let's talk about training. Praise the Lord. Child training. Whether it's adopted or born, you just got to train. Am I correct? So in child training, there are principal matters. Noah became so drunk that he became naked in the presence of his children. Oh God, how many times have you demonstrated nakedness in the presence of your children? You are not naked by clothes. Every time you shout at your wife, their mother, you are a naked man, you demonstrate anger nakedly. Every time you get angry, every time you lie in the presence of your child, you are naked. And they shake their head. You pick phone. Hello? I'm not, I'm not at home. At, I'm not at home. I left the house. You tell it, and you're at home. And your children are looking at you. Please stand on your feet. Let me tell somebody. Stop being naked before your children. <laughs> say it very loud. Please tap. Even if you don't have child, tap that fellow. Say, stop the naked act. The naked Amen. Amen. You know, when some men are angry, they don't care who is there. Now, but hear me very clearly. I can say it loud and clear. It's a shame on the part of a man to shout at his wife where the children are standing, no matter how small. And you know the amazing thing? When they get to school, they talk about it. Oh, boy. One got to school not too long ago and told his friends, I am not happy today. I am a sad person. Why? He said, my dad. My dad beat my mom. Brother, the moment you beat your wife or shout at your wife for whatever reason, madam, the moment you reply your husband back in the presence of your children, both of you are drunk with anger and you are hereby declared naked. Try training. You cannot be smoking cigarette and tell your children, Cigarette is bad. They will smile. You cannot spend all your time moving from one sport channel, Arsenal, to Chelsea, and when they defeat them, your, your mood is changed. Then suddenly, you want your child to be a doctor, and the child says to you, Dad, I want to go to football academy. Who is the trainer? Somebody talk to me. You say, Pastor, why are you talking like this? Is this part of new wine? Yeah, so that you not be drunk. The scripture says, 
he became naked. I pray this morning, every area of our life that we are naked, may God cover us. Now, go ahead, daughter, and read it. And Ham, the, the father of Canaan, Canaan saw the nakedness of his father. Children! No matter how naked your father is, you must pretend you are not seeing it. No matter how stupid, how drunk your father is, let him drunk and be falling down. God is good. Please, the best you can do is to leave that house. Don't ever tell your dad, you are a drunken father. Ah! Even if he didn't say anything, course will follow it. Son, don't ever, don't ever, no matter how foolish a father is, God has given him the authority of the leadership of the house. Nobody contested. And madam, may I let you know that Oga will ever remain Oga before God do. If you like, tear him down before the children. Say, your daddy don't bring food. Your daddy is very terrible. Finished all you are talking. Angels are just standing. Somebody in this meeting. I want to get in this meeting. We must of a truth act and walk in a manner and way that will please the Lord. Madam, let God fight for you. Leave your husband in the hand of the Lord. Leave him there. Now the scripture says that father, then Ham saw the naked of, nakedness of his father. He didn't even stop there. He went to announce it. Ham called his brother. He said, hey, come and see. <laughs> Daddy is drunk. He was so drunk that he removed his pants and slept like a foolish man. That's, then the other brothers, the scripture said they came with the back. Remove their garment and cover their father. I pray for all the children in this church. May you cover the shame of your father. What they cannot do, you will do it. Where they are poor, you will be rich. Where they are foolish, you will be wise. I do not want to end where my father ended. It's not possible. I do not want to end where the uncles ahead of me ended. Not, never. The scripture says, now that's the danger of abundance of wealth. When a man had wealth, when a man had avest and had no God, there will be trouble. What does it stand for? Where God talks about new wine. It's a symbol, that's what I'm running of, of God's goodness. It's a symbol of the blessedness of God. Isaiah 65, Isaiah 65 verse 8. It's a symbol of the blessings of God. Thus said the Lord. Say it very loud. Thus said the Lord. Say it very boldly. Shout it again. Thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. As the new wine uh -huh. is found in the cluster. As the new wine is found in the cluster. And once it, and once it destroyed, destroyed now. For a blessing, for a blessing is in it. So we like Anywhere you, you see new wine is an announcement of blessing. Can I tell somebody this month? In this month of March, people will see blessing around you. <laughs>
The King's Word by Pastor Yomi Fatime, District Pastor, Gospel Light Redemption Church, Glory House, Karo Abuja. You are welcome to worship with us on Sunday, 9 a.m., Monday and Thursday, 6 p.m. Kindly follow Pastor Yomi Fatime on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Yomi underscore Fatime. You can also send a direct message via WhatsApp and SMS on 904 123 Make it a date with us same time next week for the refreshing word of God. Yeah. 